Back to throw Garoppolo. Under some pressure. He is brought down by Quinn Williams. Wow, what a play by Darnold. That's an incredible interception by Marcus May. The Jets hit the midway point of the 2020 season as they venture to Kansas City for a showdown with the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. And how you doing, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Numbers Game presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sports book now in New Jersey. I'm your host, Dan Grassa. Pleased to be joined, as always, by my partner in crime from the NFL Network, Cynthia Freeland. Cynthia, do you believe we've reached the midway point already? Boy, time flies when you're having so much fun. It is flying by. I can't believe it's week eight and almost the trade deadline. We've got a lot of things to look forward to. Indeed we do, but before we look forward, we have to look back as always, and we'll rewind to last week's showdown with the Buffalo Bills. Jets came up short, losing 18 to 10, but when you look at this game, it was really a tale of two halves. Jets jumped out to a 10-0 lead in the first half, but then the Bills put up six field goals the rest of the way. Jets didn't allow a touchdown, but the six trifectas was enough for Buffalo to walk out a victor. Really interesting stuff when you look to see how fast they started. There were some real positives here in terms of watching Dow Loggins playing play calling in the beginning of the game. That was a really nice way to start. The offense, though, just four total yards in the second half, one first down. So that might be the overriding theme here of the day where things ultimately went wrong. But there were some positives you take from the performance here. And specifically, I think you point to a couple of rookies. One, of course, Denzel Mims, who made his much hyped debut for the New York Jets, the second round pick out of Baylor at the wide receiver position. Four catches, 42 yards in his season debut. Some glimpses there to get Jet fans really excited about what could possibly lie ahead. Absolutely. When you look to see Mims on the field, and of course, Mekhi Becton was back. So that's a huge help because you want all of your rookies playing. You want all of your players playing. The healthier the Jets get, the better off they'll be. And then LaMichael Ryan, the rookie from Florida, who we've seen come out now the last couple of weeks, he now gets the majority of the reps at the running back position. Had 40 yards on the ground, a couple of receptions for 16 yards, and more importantly, his first career NFL touchdown. You want to see more of that from number 22. Trust in the red zone is everything. It was the only touchdown scored of the entire day. It was a really interesting situation where, you know, you could have gone with the vet there, and the vet did have a good game. Frank Gore, 5.5 yards per carry, was best outing of the season. But in this case, P. Ryan got that red zone look. All right, now let's talk a little bit about a potential prop bet here for us in this game on Sunday. And we'll keep it to the offense. First half touchdown for the New York Jets. The likelihood of that, yay or nay? I'm going with yay on this one. I think it's an opportunity. Like I said, that defense is very targetable. So I think Dow Loggins in the scripted period will have a nice opportunity to come out strong. In fact, I actually think, depending on obviously who, which way you think the coin toss is going to go, I think the Jets could be the first to strike in this one. Well, that would certainly be beneficial. The Jets, of course, had that first half touchdown last week. They'll try to repeat that and then build upon it as well here on Sunday afternoon. All right, let's get one more prop bet in here before we end this segment. How about over under one and a half sacks for that Jet defense against Patrick Mahomes on Sunday? I know it sounds crazy because Mahomes is so mobile, but so too is Josh Allen and other quarterbacks they've faced. I think two sacks is a nice 
good number more than that could even equally occur so i think for me one and a half or more sacks happens in quite a few opportunities here i think it's very comfortable with at least two sacks i agree with you and i think that there could be a situation where as you said the mobile quarterback sometimes they run themselves into a sack and maybe the jets take advantage of that in this one and remember mitchell swartz has not been healthy their good right point. tackle they've they've had a bunch of you know we know about injuries watching jets games on the o-line they too in kansas city know about injuries as well still got a lot more to do on the numbers game we come back we'll begin to zero in on some of the specific matchups for the game against the kansas city chiefs this is the numbers game presented by bet 365 the world's favorite sports book now in new jersey welcome to bet 365 the world's favorite sports book. You can bet on football, basketball, baseball, hockey, MMA, and soccer. You can even make a bet while the game is still being played. Yes, you can. But here's the best part. Bet365 is now available in New Jersey. And welcome back to the Numbers Game presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sports book now in New Jersey. Dan Grasso alongside Cynthia Freeland. And now for the Kansas City Chiefs, Cynthia, yes, they're defending Super Bowl champions, but off to a pretty darn good start this year as well. Six and one. First time these two teams have met in three years. Jets have actually lost their last three trips to Arrowhead Stadium. The last win coming back in 1998 in the rain. A John Hall field goal as time expired. Fantastic game. Jets, of course, on their way to the AFC Championship game in that season. But one guy who made his return to the lineup last week was Sam Darnold coming back after a two-game absence. And things started off pretty good for Sam. I think we could agree on that. Absolutely. In the first quarter, his passer rating was over 103, which is a nice, strong start. A lot of good play calling and opportunities for the whole offense, even without Jamison Crowder, which is very difficult to do because he's their best offensive weapon, you know, as we've seen this season. And they were able to do that without him. So that was really encouraging. Started out 10 of 11, did Sam. And, you know, then things broke down a little bit in the second half. And also, you look at the offensive line. Because of injuries, they had to shuffle some things around. Started their fifth offensive line, fifth different offensive line combination so far here this season. But you alluded to a little bit earlier the running game and how the Jets can maybe look to exploit that against the Kansas City Chiefs. Last week, they ran it for four and a half yards a carry against the Buffalo Bills. And when you look at that in comparison to the Kansas City run defense, I think we all agree and say that at least that side of the ball for them leaves a lot to be desired. It sure does. They are 30th in the NFL in terms of rushing defense. They allow almost 150 yards per game on the ground. This is going to be the game plan. Think about it like this. Just keep pressure. We talked about it earlier. Manageable passing downs. Keep the defense guessing and off balance. That's the way to really exploit this defense. The Dubs give up a ton of yards when it comes to their ground game. And then off of that, the passing game can evolve. And that's where success will be found, really. I don't think winning a shootout would probably be beneficial to the Jets as far as that's concerned. So, yeah, a healthy ground game, taking some time off the clock, keeping Mahomes in the offense on the sidelines. That might be the way to go here in this football game. Michael P. Ryan figures to have a big role in the game plan again on the offensive side of the ball. So let's get another prop bet up here with the rookie from Florida over under 48 and a half yards on the ground for P. Ryan. What do you think? Well, I think the game script, and we talked about this, the game script could dictate that there could be a lot of passing by the Jets. But then you have to remember, in order to have those manageable passing downs, early down run success is the key. And Pirine will be 
a big factor in this one. So for me, I think at least 50, 60 yards would be a nice estimate for him. I don't think that they're going to have as much success if they don't rely on early down rushing. And I think Pirine is how they're going to do it. So for me, at least 49 yards seems very likely. I agree. And I think you might see the output flipped between Gore and Pirine as we saw last week. You could see Pirine with the 50, 60 yards. But Gore's going to get his carries because he's a bulldozer. He's a guy you want to go in there and wear down that defense a little bit. And Jets could look to churn out some tough yardage in that fashion too. As far as the passing game is concerned, Let's do another prop here over under a jet receiver going north of 40 yards. What do you think? Yes, this one is also about volume. Remember, we talked about the game script and we talked about having a quick strike against the Chiefs and attempting to really, you know, match what Patrick Mahomes has been able to put up. Right. So this means that the receiving core will have to be utilized in a way where 40 yards seems like a low number, I think. At least Mims for me. I, Mims is my favorite one to have more than 40 receiving yards. Obviously, we need to see who's playing healthy and what's going on. But I, I like Mims' opportunity to be their sneaky sort of, you know, oh, rookie attack. When we return on the numbers game, we'll flip the script and talk about the Chiefs offense, which features maybe the most dynamic player in the National Football League and an old face that's familiar to Jet fans as well. This is the numbers game presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sports book now in New Jersey. Man. I'm blessed, Mike. Up, bless Mike. Up, you're the best. You're the best. Let's go. Hey, see, I'm locking it. I'm locking it. Shotgun for Josh Allen. Back to throw. Pumps once. Flushed out of the pocket. Rolling to his right. Extending the play. Looking downfield. Fires into the end zone, and it's broken up and almost intercepted. Uh, bless Austin. Right in front of Gabriel Davis. You want two picks? Yes, sir. Man, I'm about to have that one back there. Allen drops back to throw, looks left, flips it left, Singletary makes the catch, immediately cut down though by Bless Austin, and he popped the ball loose, and they'll rule that incomplete. Hurry. I don't have a couple of them. That should be fun though, but I'll be feeling like I'm a linebacker. <laughs> you, be, you be in the middle of that boy. Let's go, man. Believe, man. Believe, believe, believe. And we welcome you back into the numbers game. Dan Grasso alongside Cynthia Freeland. And let's talk a little bit more about the defending Super Bowl champion, Cynthia. They're 6-1. They had a victory in Denver last week in the snow against the Broncos. And they return home after a couple of road games. And when you think about it, last time they were on their home field, they lost to the Las Vegas Raiders. So, you know, they'll be hungry to get back in the win column in front of their home fans. But it begins and ends with Patrick Mahomes when talking about this football team. He's got 16 touchdown passes only one INT, dangerous with his legs. What can't this guy do? Mm, I don't know if he's a good cook. I can't confirm that. <laughs> Maybe that's the only thing, but, you know, think about it. He's got a lot of helpers, too, an abundance of weapons. I mean, the Travis Kelseys, the Tyreek Hills, throwing the rookie Clyde Edwards-Alaire on and on and on and on. And it's one thing to have a dynamic player, but when you also surround him with guys who are more than capable of making plays in their own right, that is a pretty lethal combination for opposing defenses. It is easier to win with the good players. That is a safe assessment. I think we could agree on that one. But when you look at their performance in that game against the Denver Broncos, one interesting thing that stood out, though, yes, they won the game. Yeah, they scored a lot of points. But third down, they had some issues, didn't they? 
If by issues you mean they converted 0% of their third downs, then yeah, that'd be a pretty big issue. When you look to see what was going on, obviously there's snow, but it doesn't really matter with snow because Arrowhead, there's snow too. So it's not like some dramatic climate change for them. It was an interesting kind of combination of their O-line not being quite as healthy. And Vic Fangio really did game plan well for all of the different ways that Patrick Mahomes would be used. However, special teams, they had a bunch of like other things go very well for them. And of course, obviously third down conversions are only happening on third down. So they were converting more on first and second down and not getting into those third down situations as often. I mentioned the rookie Clyde Edwards-Alaire. He's made an impact second leading rusher in the National Football League. But Chiefs recently acquired another running back as well. And it's a familiar name to a lot of Jet fans. Of course, Le'Veon Bell, who was, of course, with the New York Jets for the last year and a half, made his debut with the Chiefs last week, had six carries for 39 yards. And interestingly enough, when you look at the breakdown, it was pretty telling inside versus outside the tackle box when it came to his runs, right? Yeah, outside the tackle box was where he had success over seven yards per rush on such t on such attempts. And then inside, it was not working out quite as well. Now, one thing to note when he was a Jet, he didn't face, so there's heavy boxes and there's light boxes. How many defenders are in the box? As a Jet, he faced a lot more heavy situations where there's more seven defenders or more in the box. In this situation last week, he did not have that. He was facing light boxes. So he wasn't facing as big of a situation where there's a ton of people there to tackle him. So a more kind of diverse situation, more space for him to work with. All right, let's do a prop involving our old friend Le'Veon Bell here. Do you think, we'll keep it simple, do we think Le'Veon Bell finds the end zone against the New York Jets, yes or no? It isn't just me being petty, but my answer is no. I don't think the volume is going to be there for him. I think they're still going to be using Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the run game quite a bit more often. I do think when it comes to folding Bell into the offense, they're not going to try to trot him out there for 100% of snaps or anything close to a 50-50 split. I think it's going to be something like he played last game where it was maybe 30-35% of the snaps. So no. No end zone, mm -mm, not going to happen. And I don't think Greg Williams is going to let that happen either. Although I would not be surprised, though, if there is at least a play or two in their red zone package to where maybe they try to get Le'Veon loose, get him in the end zone. Because, look, everybody's a competitor. Everybody's going to want to at least play well against the team that they used to be a part of. We'll see how it shapes up, though, at Arrowhead Stadium. Let's take a look at the upcoming schedule here, Cynthia, for the New York Jets. And after the game against the Kansas City Chiefs, the Jets are back home in MetLife Stadium. Under the lights, national TV, primetime, a Monday night showdown against the division rival New England Patriots. Then the Jets are going to enjoy a bye week after that. And then when they return from the week off, it is a trip out west to take on the Los Angeles Chargers. Cynthia, this should be a fun one against the Kansas City Chiefs. You always want to stack up yourself against the best competition and see where you stand. I can't wait. I know you're looking forward to it as well. And we'll be back here next week at the same time, will we not? We will. Enjoy the game, Cynthia. For Cynthia Freeland, I'm Dan Grasso. This has been the Numbers Game, presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sports book, now in New Jersey. Enjoy the game, everybody.